This podcast is sponsored by the Roofing Alliance, the foundation of the NRCA. Since 1996, the Roofing Alliance has used the philanthropy and generosity of its members to advance the industry by funding research, using technology, providing educational scholarships, and helping those in need. Learn more about the Roofing Alliance at roofingalliance.net. Welcome to Episode 2 of Stories of an Extraordinary Industry, presented by the National Roofing Contractors Association. I am your host, Jared Ribble. We hope this podcast series enlightens you, educates you, and inspires you. Our goal is not that you copy the story presented today, rather take pieces of it and create your own history, propelling the roofing industry to even greater places. As our story unfolds, key in on a few important words, authenticity, values, and purpose. On their own, those are just words without much weight. But this story is how one man took those words, purpose, values, authenticity, and lives them every single day. Ultimately, his actions are proof that those words do matter and were the spark which unified a group of like-minded people around a very audacious goal. There are three main characters involved in this story, the Ronald McDonald House of Orange County, California, the Roofing Alliance, and a man from Southern California. Here is Noel Bercellis to introduce you to the Ronald McDonald House of Orange County. Orange County Ronald McDonald House celebrated our 30-year anniversary. So we're a 20-guest room house and serve families that have seriously ill children. Families are really referred to us. It's any hospital in Orange County can make a referral. Children's Hospital of Orange County is right across the street. They make up 80% of our occupancy. Orange County has some unique features. Um, one is that we have two additional family rooms. The idea of a family room is house amenities in a hospital setting. There is a place to sleep. We have two sleep rooms. We have a kitchenette, a business center, a TV lounge. Um, again, many of the things you'd find here at the house. So literally steps away from your child, you can get some respite. And that's the facility that Charles actually used. We have the Ronald McDonald House in Orange County as our first subject in the story. Our second subject is the Roofing Alliance. If you are not familiar with the Roofing Alliance, here's Bennett Judson, their executive director, to make an introduction. Formerly, we're the, the foundation for the National Roofing Contractors Association. Members of the Roofing Alliance um, have joined together because they want to um, help better the roofing industry, the different projects, the programs, the different initiatives that they do. The Roofing Alliance also has a philanthropic arm, um, which funds projects for uh, the different charitable initiatives. Charles had this vision, this passion of, of sharing this opportunity uh, within the roofing industry. Finally, our third character in this story, Charles. Tall, with blue eyes and a trim beard, he walks confidently. He knows his purpose. His company has been keeping families safe and dry for 30 years. I'm Charles Antis, and I'm the founder and CEO of Antis Roofing and Waterproofing in Irvine, California. My dad says a lot of things, but what he lived was always leave it better than you found it. He's a good man, and he didn't make it sexy to be good. Um, so I didn't like doing all those service projects with him that he just did yes every day. But man, he taught me to show up. You always show up. And he taught me to always leave it better than you found it. Charles' dad instilled in him a solid work ethic and helped calibrate his moral compass. College was not for Charles, but he knew how to work with his hands. He landed in the roofing industry, but soon the company he worked for did not have enough work for him. In 1989, Charles broke out on his own. 
30 years ago, I just started my company. I needed every job to pay the bills. And I didn't have the ability to put on a new roof yet, but I could solve leaks. And I got a call one week about 30 years ago from a lady and she had leaks in every room and that's a good opportunity. So I'm driving there the next day and I notice as I'm getting closer to her home, which is near LAX, the homes are getting uh, smaller, a little more disheveled. And so finally I, I turn on the street, I just see dead grass and this, little house set back with a, like a 140 and a, and a half number on it. So I'm hoping, well, maybe it's another home. And I knock on the door and then three things happened that that happened so fast. The door opened and I, and I saw a lady with an expression that carried so much. Like I've had a really tough life or a tough month at least. And that wasn't that feeling that I needed to see. But before I could say hello, I was hit with the smell of mildew that was so strong, it sent a repulsion in me and I just started to recoil to leave. And I was thinking of what I would say to leave when I felt this third thing happen. I got a tug on my finger and I looked down and there was this little girl, she's like five years old. She's completely in another world than her mom and me. She, she's the only one with a smile. And she's pulling me inside because she has this visitor in her home. And I couldn't say no. And she pulls me through this crowded living room into like this undersized hallway, right into this bedroom. And I knew it was her bedroom because she pointed to this, I think it was a My Little Pony poster on the wall. But I looked down and I saw like four mattresses with mold in the bedding. But at that time I was just, oh, I was, I was shocked. Adrenaline was running. I looked at that little girl. She was really cute, but I didn't want to be there. And I wasn't appreciating the cuteness of the moment because I was threatened. I didn't have enough money to meet the mortgage payment in two weeks. And, and then something different happened though. When the mom walked in that room, I, I looked up at her face again and it went from that little girl's smile to that look on her face and something came in my voice. I'm going to take care of your roof. I immediately wanted to grab those words back because I didn't know what I was saying. They needed a whole new roof and I and I was like, oh shoot, um, this is a little challenge for me. And I so I called a bunch of volunteers, I didn't have any employees yet. I, I'd gone to Home Depot, I got some Henry's 203 and some cap sheet and we double lapped them a safe dry roof. As his dad had taught him, Charles left that home better than he found it. The seeds of his new company were planted in the fertile soil cultivated when Charles was young the water of time would make them grow. We never could let anybody have a leaky roof just because they didn't have the money to pay. Literally, I couldn't do it. And there would be time after time that we would tarp it, we would do whatever. We wouldn't always take it to full repair, give them a new roof, but we would. We have kept so many people dry. We've donated so much time and it really just became who I quietly was. My company didn't like it what they knew because it scared them at times. 10 years later, 15 years later, I started to see why people stayed in the company. As Anta's roofing and waterproofing continues to grow, Charles gets involved with the National Roofing Contractors Association. Here is Bill Good, NRCA's former CEO, describing what he saw when he visited Antis and his company. Well, it's not your typical roofing company. He operates in an office in kind of a strip mall in Irvine, Orange County. Totally open office space. Uh, he's got whiteboards everywhere because he likes to use them and just anytime something occurs to him, he'll go write it down. Ping pong table in the middle of the open office areas. And then he's got a fairly large number of, of employees that are doing a lot of service work. His business model is all multifamily housing, so apartments and condos. So he's, it's a busy company. 
it's important for me, number one, to be aligned with why we exist as a roofing company. And that's where we're at today. So Antis Roofing exists to keep families safe and dry. You'll see that in all of our messaging. And that allows our people to be unified. Professionally, Charles is doing well. The business has grown and is strong, firmly rooted in its core values. Personally, Charles and his wife were about to go through some difficult times. Here is Dawn Antis, Charles' wife, to pick up the story. I was warned that I was at high risk, I was having twins, that they could spend time in the NICU, but I just kind of thought, well, that won't happen to me. When I went into the doctor to get scheduled for a C-section, they said, oh yeah, something doesn't look right here, like you're gonna have to stay overnight. I just pretty much remained calm the entire time because I didn't really know what was going on. And it wasn't until probably two years later that I really learned what preeclampsia was and how frightening that could be to new moms. And, and Charles was like, yeah, of course. I mean, what do you think I was doing? I was Googling it the whole time. I was freaking out. It went from a happy pregnancy overnight to preeclampsia. The twins come out and suddenly we were scared and we would do anything the chalk nurses told us to do. And they said, you have to come here every day and lay down twice for two hours and let your twins lay skin on skin so that that will give them their best chance to heal. And so we did that because we didn't have any choice but to do that. But what happened on the way to the hospital is there was a station there and there were two beds and there was a Ronald McDonald House. And every day we would come in that hospital and this station master, this attendant for Ronald McDonald House, a volunteer would say, hey, would you like some coffee? Would you like a donut? Would you want to use the computer? Do you want to lay down? Do you want to take a nap? Do you want to spend the night? We're here to support you so you can stay close to your... And I, and I didn't hear what they said because I was so not wanting to associate with these people that had sick children. The Ronald McDonald folks would come in almost like daily and ask us, you guys need a snack, you need socks to keep you warm, you need to come use this room to have a rest or, you know, watch TV, read the newspaper. One day I went to the hospital and I was running late and I had a case of chronic heartburn and it was so bad that I knew I was not gonna be able to do the skin on skin with Charlie. And on the way in, I looked at that Ronald McDonald House station and there were no, there was no attendant there. Had there would have been, I don't know with my pride, I would have walked on by, but there wasn't. I looked around and I saw a little green Nature Valley granola bar. And I just thought, and you know, I, I justified that. Well, I won't really owe them much. And I grabbed it like when no one was looking and I ate it. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm laying down in that hospital room. And I have, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll protect it and clean him. And Charlie is laying on my, my skin. And then I realized why Ronald McDonald House was there. It was to keep families close to their sick children so that the children and the family can heal. Antis Roofing and Waterproofing, keeping families safe and dry. Ronald McDonald House, keeping families together while their seriously ill children heal. What happens when Ronald McDonald House needs roofing services to keep the healing family safe and dry? Call the company that will never allow someone to have a leaky roof. Here's Noel again to continue our story. He was introduced to our charity by one of our development directors who heard him speaking and she approached him afterwards and basically just said, you know, with the roofing and the Ronald McDonald House, there's kind of a tie to that. That's how he was initially introduced to our charity. He's like, oh my goodness, not only is it a good roofing thing, and you're talking about a home, but personally, it, it kind of came full circle to him. 
I said, how's your roof? And they hadn't thought about it. Well, let me go tune it up. And then they had some leaks and we kept them dry. It was good because my employees understood the value. And it was good because when we talked about the story a little bit to our stakeholders, our clients, people in the community, I think they got it. Oh, the roofing company is able to keep those families sheltered and close. And that metaphor of that simple granola bar is what led me to Ronald McDonald House when they knocked and asked for some help and we started donating the roofing services. So I'm on the board locally. He just had come on and all of a sudden we're going on a capital campaign, a $12 million campaign. He just told the board and challenged the board, you know, let's approve this and I'll take lead in getting the monies and stuff, you know. And then afterward, he's like, what did I just commit to, you know? But when he went on board with Ronald McDonald House, it was amazing because he felt so strongly about their mission and how they were able to help us. And so it was really cool that he was able to help them. What I love about Charles is right there, you, you feel what he feels. And he's just so authentic and real. You know, not only is he weigh in as far as his generosity, he's engaged his whole company, right? And he's taking leadership roles. I mean, he's backed up everything that he set out to do. It makes sense Charles would join the board and donate roofing services because of his personal experience. And he is leaving the Ronald McDonald House of Orange County better than he found it. But this is only one Ronald McDonald House out of many across the country needing roofing services. Charles can't donate to them all, and replicating his generosity is unrealistic. Or is it? Would other roofing companies follow Charles' example? Well, we'll find out in a moment. But first, a message from Kyle Thomas, Thomas Roofing in Mobile, Alabama. Hello, this is Kyle Thomas, president of the Roofing Alliance. And I would like to take a minute during this podcast to share with you what I believe is one of the treasures of the roofing industry. It is the Roofing Alliance, the foundation of the National Roofing Contractors Association. And it is the shining example of the professionalism and generosity of our roofing industry. The Roofing Alliance is making a difference with initiatives like their partnership with Ronald McDonald House Charities, where 165 roofs have been adopted by Roofing Alliance and NRCA members. We are helping to keep families across the country together so parents can focus on the health and well-being of their critically ill children. The Roofing Alliance is also sponsoring initiatives to recruit the next generation of roofing professionals through worker certification and training, the student competition, newly developed college level courses, scholarships, and ongoing research that is solving problems and providing solutions. So if you're asking, how do I get involved? Well, that's simple, become a member. It is a legacy membership that will elevate your company within the roofing industry and beyond. It is a generational gift that will encourage young people to choose a career in roofing. If not membership, then attend the student competition, help with the Ronald McDonald House project, follow the Roofing Alliance on social media, or give a gift to the foundation. There are so many ways to help and get involved. Find out today what you can do to help shape the future of our roofing industry at roofingalliance.net. Charles Antis had a personal experience with the Ronald McDonald House in Orange County, California, and joins their board. He donates roofing services to that house, but there are many more Ronald McDonald Houses across the country, and he can't donate to them all. Would it be possible to get the roofing industry to come together and adopt the roofs of all the other Ronald McDonald Houses, ensuring they will be able to protect families with severely ill children while they heal? A big dream for sure. And with individualistic agendas, many would toss out the idea as not possible. But Charles chases down big dreams. He seeks out the right people to turn his spark into a flame. Let's bring back Bennett Judson, Executive Director of the Roofing Alliance we introduced you earlier. 
Well, this all started when Charles Antis reached out to Bill Good several years ago. It was prior to around 2016, 2017. He shared his experience with a um, Ronald McDonald House room. Here's Bill Good remembering this conversation. He said, so I think we should do all the Ronald McDonald houses. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, that's, um, that's an interesting idea. You know, let me see what I can do with it. And I'm sitting in my office thinking I have a pretty full plate already. <laughs> and, and I got a meeting, uh, a lunch meeting about a month after that conversation with Ronald McDonald House Charities. Charles was calling me uh, at least weekly to find out where, we, where things stood. Uh, I found out later he was calling McDonald's at least weekly to find out where things stood. It took literally a year for it, it to get where we wanted it to get which was a, at least an understanding of what the roofing industry was, was going to do. I mean, I thought it was pretty amazing. Like Charles, like he likes to connect people in every aspect of his life. When he said that, you know, he was going to work with all the other roofing companies to help get the, the roofs over the Ronald McDonald houses in the United States, I just thought, oh my God, that's just a perfect match. Like the things that he comes up with and, and how he makes everything connect is, is just how his brain works. It's, it's truly amazing. Though the Roofing Alliance and Ronald McDonald House Charities are on board, it would still be up to the individual roofing companies to decide if they would adopt their own Ronald McDonald House roof. Let's go back to the Roofing Alliance meeting where the idea was presented. Around 75 to 80 people at the meeting. That was at our, our April meeting in 2017. Bill teed it up. Um, we had a representative from the Ronald McDonald House, uh, the global office there to join us. And of course, Charles shared his story. His excitement, his enthusiasm, his passion was just extremely contagious. <laughs> they showed several videos. You see the actual people, the families, the children that are they're being directly impacted. I watched two things. I watched us all try not to let everyone notice us when we wiped our eyes during that film. You know, and I, I like that, that they kind of did that like me. But then I watched everyone raise their hand high and uh, that partnership became our first ever nonprofit partnership. A match was lit and it just like took off. People at that meeting were already committing to helping with the houses that they were connected with or knew of in their area or asking, you know, for information on the houses in their area. It took off like a wildfire. I realized there's a lot of roofers just like Antis across the country. We just weren't coming together with one voice. We are now unified and there's this tribe of us across the country, over 200 companies and more want to donate. Bill Good told me only one person turned him down over the 200 he talked to. Charles had a hunch, a gut feel there were other roofers like him who would want to use their talents and experience for the greater good. It was a good start that day but there were still more Ronald McDonald House roofs left to be adopted. This is where Rod Petrick, who was the vice president of the Roofing Alliance at the time, issued the ambitious challenge. Rod took hold of it like he does most anything. He took the baton and he ran with it. And he stood up in front of the Alliance members at the fall meeting and challenged everyone that coming into his presidential year, he wanted each and every last house adopted. There are 165 standalone Ronald McDonald houses in the U.S. And the end of last May, the roofs of the 165 houses were adopted. Every Ronald McDonald house roof across the United States has been adopted. A bold dream for sure. Charles understood that it would take connecting people with shared values who would buy into the vision and leave each Ronald McDonald house better than they found it. Charles is a generous person. It's who he is. 
and he built Antis Roofing and Waterproofing on the foundation of this core value. Philanthropy for Charles is not only a personal passion, um, but he also has built it into his business model. And by that, I mean he, he's very strategic about philanthropy. He looks at it as the way to differentiate himself, and he can be the face of um, being a good guy in his community. I had a wonderful day with him when we went out to see Camp Ronald McDonald, which is where they take sick kids and let them play. And Charles had arranged to, uh, with some of his competitors in Southern California, to do the uh, re-roofing on all the cabins at the at the camp. Uh, it was powerful for us here in Southern California where he had all three companies join hands and go to our camp and help repair and replace some of the roofing there, right? What an awesome example that you really laid down your weapons. There's something's beyond just business and dollars. And Charles and the roofing company was a great example of that. Mission and humanity goes beyond business. We need more of that. Charles is very fond of saying that he never says no. He said, I, I can't explain why it works, but the more free stuff I do, the more work I get. <laughs> so it's worked for him. We weren't all messaged. I didn't understand there was a model to it until Habitat called about 11 years ago and they said, will you donate a roof? And I, it was easy, I said, yeah, sure. And then they formalized it. I learned, I learned this huge thing. It's when the consumer has genuine alignment with your values and your story rings with authenticity, then it's the only thing that throws price on its ear. Stop. We need to hear that again. It's when the consumer has genuine alignment with your values and your story rings with authenticity, then it's the only thing that throws price on its ear. There it is again. Company values and authenticity. Antis Roofing and Waterproofing is being true to what they value as a company. They attract and retain employees which fit their values. They attract customers which share the same set of values. Understanding your company values is key, and if you want to have fulfillment both professionally and personally, use Charles as an example. I have another reason why I exist, and I'm very focused on it today, and I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life because of it. So while the company that I own 100% exists to keep families safe and dry, I exist to ignite passion in others for social change. I know what fulfills me. So that's why you see that I have so much passion every day, because I show up all in. And if it's something that doesn't fulfill me, I no longer sit in that meeting. I bring in the people that can do that. And that's why I carry this passion with me. When we start to find what it is that fulfills us and do that in the world, then we actually become happier and more centered and more authentic. By the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't done self-assessments, I want to give you a gift. I want you to do a DISC profile. I want you to do um, um, strength finders maybe. I want, I want you to do an emotional intelligence because what it's going to do for you is it's going to free you from judging yourself and it's going to let you focus your time on what you love to do and what you're great at. For most companies, generosity follows sales. When sales are strong, charitable giving is up. When sales dip, so does generosity. Charles turns these rules on their head. Five years ago, we're having a really tough year. We're in drought in Southern California, and we'd already donated the habitat roofs. I didn't know how I was gonna pay the bills. But all I can say is every time that happens, my brand stays strong. 2017, we had a great year. We had the best rain we had in almost 10 years. We did 20 million in sales. And then last year, we didn't have any rain until the end of the year, and our sales dropped to 16 million. We probably gave like 600,000 away when we did 20 million. Well, the next year, we did 16 million, 
We're not really making a profit, and we gave away $800,000. We could have put that $800,000 in the bank, but we wouldn't have made as much because we wouldn't have been doing the things that make people like us. Right. But but it, in the bank or whatever they have it in the community, let me tell you something. When you do it in the community, if you follow us, you'll see that we're held in the highest regard in a powerful, vibrant community, Orange County, and our people love that. I've never really questioned anything that he does when it comes to giving back. And he always says like, hey, we're gonna put in this much or we're gonna donate this much or the company is gonna put in this much. I believe it is my responsibility to err on the side of generosity with all of my stakeholders. At first, it feels like the math won't work. I don't know why it works, I don't know how it works, but my stories and those stories of people that have a model like us, we thrive, we thrive in our families. I think we have a better chance at being happy more days than when we used to because we're fulfilled. We've donated all the habitat roofs for 10 years, over a million dollars in roofing locally in Orange County. Why do we do that? We do that because we know why we exist to keep families safe and dry. So that's why we donate to nonprofits that, that are about housing families. Because we believe, like most people in our industry, that everybody deserves a decent place to live. So if you're purposeful, you're gonna be around because people will know why you exist. People like to work at Antis, and we attract top talent because they like the concept of keeping families safe and dry. Many people carry the belief that giving should be done quietly and would suggest Charles should not be so bold about sharing how much his company has donated over the years. By now, you understand Charles will turn popular beliefs upside down. Um, it was hard 10 years ago, Habitat for Humanity wrote in an article in the paper, Antis Roofing, donating roofs, transforming lives. And I thought I might get struck by lightning. If you, if you talk about it, God can't help you. He can't yeah. bless you because he seeth in secret. He rewardeth openly. So it was so counterintuitive for them to do that, but they did it. And I needed that brand boost at the time. I really did. And and I, and I nobody struck with lightning. If we don't talk about it, then how's it going to grow? If we weren't talking about this, we wouldn't be doing this. It wouldn't be growing. It wouldn't be lifting our pride. It wouldn't be making the families and our children feel proud of the volunteer work that they're doing. When you start to respect yourself, then others can respect you. We're seeing ourselves higher and we're seeing ourselves as more of something absolutely essential in the world. But I'm also proud of this legacy of good and how we're learning to talk about it all together. And it's lifting us and we're seeing ourselves as higher. We're not putting our hands in our pockets. We're, we're standing proud and saying, hey, we're here and we're here for our people and we're here for our community. Charles is leaving the roofing industry better than he found it. Join him. I'd like to thank Noel Bercellis from the Ronald McDonald House of Orange County for contributing to our story. A special thanks to Bennett Judson of the Roofing Alliance, Bill Good, and Don Antis for aiding us as well. Remember, go to roofingalliance.net to learn how you can create your own legacy of good and join the other roofing companies in making a difference through philanthropic giving. And finally, thank you to Charles Antis for lending us this story of an incredible industry. Your authenticity is inspiring. Thank you for reminding us all to hunt after our purpose and remain steadfast in core values. This podcast was produced by the National Roofing Contractors Association. Be well, be safe, and be proud of this great industry. As I sign off today, I'm going to give our guest of honor the final word. Every day, I think I can move the dial for someone or something. I don't want to just leave this life better than I found it. I want to leave this day better than I found it.